So we have some of the most interesting, unique, and amazing meditations, I think, in the world. I mean, we have past life regression meditations, guided hypnosis meditations, Akashic Record meditations, as well as healing meditations. Our meditations are pretty cool. And they're not just about stillness of mind and peace and sit there, hmm. I mean, we have those too, don't get me wrong, but these are about meditations that are going to shift and change and you're gonna walk out of there feeling lighter, freer, healed, and even getting guidance and insight. So come down, experience one of our meditations. They're pretty badass. Hi, this is Christina Dam, and this is Liberate the Podcast, where we educate, motivate, inspire, and liberate your consciousness. Hi there, welcome to another episode of Liberate the Podcast. Today, I'm really excited to have this beautiful woman here, <laughs> Susan Miller, a world-famous astrologer and founder of Astrology Zone that's going to be celebrating 25 years soon, and I'm so excited to have you today. Oh, thank you. I, I love coming to Liberate Hollywood. I just love it here. The vibe is so sweet. Everyone gets along so well, and it's such a cuddling atmosphere. And we love having <laughs> you, and so honored to have you on the podcast again. And, you know, I thought today we would talk about something a little different, because, I mean, you're interviewed constantly and always talking about astrology, but I yeah. want to bring the focus about you oh. and, and, and what that takes to be a day in the life of Susan Miller and all of the travel. I mean, now that I've gotten to know you a little bit over the last couple of years, you're always traveling somewhere, going somewhere, moving this, doing this, you know, and running your business. And I want to hear about how that is and <laughs> what goes on behind. Well, luckily, it's like when you have a little baby, you don't really know what's coming and you grow with the child organically. So, yeah. so that part's good. Um, now my site serves 200 million page views a year to 11 million uniques a year, yeah, 1.5 million a month. I was so, reading that. I was like 11 million <laughs> followers. Well, you like, better be careful with your math when you're me. <laughs> well, my... My months are very pretty much structured. Um, well, first of all, I have people to pay. You know, yeah. there's the, the, just the regular logistics of it all. Uh, and the year, like right now, it's the beginning of the year, so I do more traveling than usual because people want the year ahead. Yes. And I'll be coming here on March 14th, yes. which is wonderful in, in Hollywood. Um, so... Uh, I'm out a lot at this time, but very soon I become Persephone <laughs> and go down under. I have to start my calendar by April, and the, the calendar takes about five months. Wow. First we put, you know, you have to um, print out all the aspects, and then I look at the ones that you're really going to feel. And those are 90 Five percent of them. There's a few that go by so fast in a day you may not even notice it. Okay. And then, um, then we have to put it on the right box. So I do this with Courtney, my assistant, and I'll say, "Oh, Jupiter conjunct Venus, such a sweet romantic aspect." Courtney, what day does it fall on? Monday. Oh, okay. <laughs> What's the Saturday before the twenty second? Whatever. And I say. Take, you're going to start to feel this over the weekend. So 
make this a weekend where you, you celebrate each other or you go out. You know, if you don't have someone, try to get out with some friends because this is such a sweet aspect. It's glamorous. It's shimmery. It has pixie dust. You know, so it's like that. Now, I write all my calendars for L.A. and you say why, or I should say West Coast. Yeah. Um, let's say we have a full moon. And it peaks at 11 o'clock at night in L.A., mm -hmm. 2 o'clock in the morning in New York. What are you going to do at 2 o'clock in the morning? Nothing. You're really <laughs> going to, you're hopefully sleeping. Yeah. As your mother used to say, nothing good happens between 2 and 4 in the morning. You know? <laughs> it's true, though. I mean, it's really, when you watch TV and all the problems that happen in the middle of the night, you know not to be out too late. So I, I, I say we have to, you're going to feel the full moon. On, on the, the day it's peaking in L.A., even in New York. I mean, yeah. I think people get a little too stuck on the exact minute. I tell people, though, in Europe, in, they're going to get an extra half day. In Asia, they're going to get a full day. Okay. But a full moon is always operative four and a half days after it appears. And two and a, I would say two days before, you're starting to really feel it. Yeah. Now, with a new moon... You get a whole 10 days, but each day it's strong and gets weaker and weaker and weaker because she's about to meet the full moon and relinquish her powers to, to the full moon. And Beautiful. so, you know, so, you know, you want to do things at the new moon in the beginning because it opens a new path. And I always write down what that is and how you're feeling it how she's getting along with the other planets. Because I always think of it as like a little cocktail party. There are eight planets plus the sun and moon. And <laughs> just like any little cocktail party, you could have two people talking here. You could have a group of three. They could be in a, a very interesting debate. You could have two people who are like totally not getting along or Venus and Mars kissing each other. Uranus not getting enough attention and banging on the furniture. You know? <laughs> so I have to make sense of it. And for everyone, it depends on your ruling planet, how you will feel the, the conversations of the planets that month. I love the way that, that I mean, I'm just seeing it in my head. And yeah. I'm seeing these little, like... This. They're my little friends, and I talk to them. <laughs> you no, know? but that's like, I, I love that, because it's like a, a moment into your mind, you know, of <laughs> saying, like, okay, yeah, let's let's give them, you know, human personas, and let's see them at, like, a oh, cocktail party. I always think of them that way. Now, so, now, you get one new moon in all of the... 12 slices of the pizza pie, one each month in a different part of life. Now, once in a while, you get a little witch of a new moon. She's not friendly. She's, she's, she's angry with everybody, okay? But you're depending on that new moon to solve maybe a problem. Let's yeah. say your, your main thing is to find a new apartment. Your landlord has sold the building, you know, whatever. You yeah. know, and that happened to my daughter. The landlord called her up and said, Hi, I'm your new landlord. You have 12 weeks to leave. She was shocked. <laughs> so she called me and she said, Mommy, how much time do I have to find my dream apartment? I said, I know. Hold on to your seat. It's, you should be really looking next week. She said, actually, that works for us uh, because us being her job, she works for CBS and they were going to be dark that week. Ah. And she said, I could pack. Maybe I could find them. And she found a 
beautiful place. They really did her a favor by yeah. <laughs> yeah, selling it at the right time, you know. But I can tell. Now, let's say you want to do something at a bad full moon or new moon, new moon usually. I can tell you how to get around it a little bit. And I can give you alternate dates later in the year. Okay. So, you know, hopefully you have a good new moon. You know, that new moon, let's say you say to me, you know, money should be good. You know, you say, I have Jupiter, but it's just, I can't get a raise, whatever it is. I have to go back to that new moon that happened, I don't know, it could be seven months, 10 months, whatever it is, I have to go back to that new moon. And if that new moon was flawed, okay, now, at least as a detective, I know what it is. And I can... And I also know how long it will last, how much energy it's got until it, she needs a nap. <laughs> and so I can um, I can give you good advice. You know, I found that out I, I, because sometimes you get a case where nothing's making sense. And I'm like, wait a minute. How is that new moon? Also, you look at the progressed moon. So astrologers progress your life one day for every day you're alive, one degree. And um and that gives a shading to the the progressed sun and moon are the most important. And you can get a lot of information from that too. I always like to go back though to the natal chart. That's my favorite. But um, you know, so I'm sitting here, you know, at the at the 20th of every month, I have to begin astrology zone. Each one takes me seven hours to write, and that does not include the summary, which I've written. Well, you do like 40,000 words a month or something like that. Right? It's a lot. You know, and sometimes Courtney will walk by me and say, what? You're just, as I'm thinking, Libra got into the briar patch and I have to get them out. Let's see what would be the best way. <laughs> you know, I do think, and the readers on Twitter don't know that I have to think. They think I just bang it out in an hour. I don't. Even, even if I'm writing fast, let's say... I, I, I liken it to, to childbirth. I mean, some babies come fast, some babies come slow. Yeah. Sometimes a sign like Taurus will take all day. Wow. Um, because in the beginning of the... See, I always start with Aries, end with Pisces, because Aries is the bud, is the correct way. You should always begin with Aries. <laughs> Magazines that begin with Capricorn, that's wrong. <laughs> the cycle begins there, the spring, you know. Yeah, that so, makes sense, right? <laughs> right. So I'm still memorizing the month on the first three or four. Gotcha. And I keep going back because I don't want to just give full moon and new moon. I want to, every month has a little special feature and nothing ever repeats exactly. It's always new and fresh and I'm unlocking symbols which I really like to do. I, I like doing that. Yeah. I'm very well suited for that part because I, I it's enjoy like it. It's like you're solving problems too. Yeah. And you're, and you're critically thinking about all the pieces and how they 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 play, yeah. play out. And that's probably one of the reasons why uh. you've had so much success is there's clearly <laughs> so much passion in it. This isn't just about doing something and producing a product. It's like, look at the love and care that you sometimes spend a whole day on one sign. Oh, yeah. And, Easy. and you're still the one writing, right? And and I try to tell people not to call me, like my best friend. or people. I'm like, Anna, look at the date. <gasps> okay, got it, got it. I'll, go, I'll just tell you one thing and then I'm out. <laughs> and then, they, you know. But you also have other things going on that you have, you know, um, Courtney may say, 
the readers are writing in that there's uh, they didn't get their their daily by email because I have an app mm-hmm. on Apple and Google. Daily Susan, Mil- Susan oh, Miller's was, Astrology Zone one. Right? Well, the Apple made me change it to Daily Horoscope Astrology Zone. Okay. I don't like to call it that because it has my essays and everything on there, but. I listen to them. They take 30%, so does Google, but they're worth it. Yeah. You're nothing if you're not on. And there's probably a lot of bookkeeping for them. I'm, I can't even imagine what they go through. So, you know, we have a, a saying in the office, the reader is never wrong. Never. They're never crazy. They'll say things that sound off the shelf. And I'm like, now write her back. The problem is every reader writes to us. It's not working, but we don't. What phone do you have? <laughs> or are you getting it by email? If you're getting it by phone, what operating system? Did you upgrade it recently? Are you in a place where there's Wi-Fi? You wouldn't believe how many people say, there's no bars on my phone. They think it's my fault. <laughs> well, you might want to try walking near the window or outside. You'll find like, well, it. Let's you know? troubleshoot. That's like, that's like the printer's not working. Did you plug it in? <laughs> Well, you know, we've all had that. We've all done it ourselves, you know. But um, we try to help them. And, uh, you know, my app is, uh, if you buy the premium one, it's free. First yeah. of all, it's free. But if you want the premium one, it's four ninety nine a month mm-hmm. or twelve ninety nine for three months or $49.99 for the whole year. Now, it's on auto renewal. And if you don't know how to stop it, we do. And because we asked Apple and they gave us seven little baby steps. They're very easy. But here's the thing. If you know you're going to switch, say, from a Samsung to an iPhone, then just get one month because Apple will never refund a half-eaten sandwich. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You have to If just go by the month then if you don't know when you're getting your phone and then, you know, wait until the end of the month and get it. Of course, they can't get it with Martha. Mercury retrograde, and we'll let them. <laughs> yes, just straight about to happen. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I'm really in the bunker for 10 days at the end of every month. Then everybody knows I come out, Persephone goes up <laughs> to Earth, <laughs> but then the calls are coming, and yeah. it's a lot. Now, I have a thing that anybody who works for me, I ask them, would you send me a bill with a self-addressed envelope? You don't have to have a stamp. So right here in LA, I'm not home. I have all my checks. I have all my stamps. And uh, Courtney sent me an overnight letter with FedEx. I have all my first class letters in there, all the bills. I I try to pay the day I get it. I, I always do. You know, now right now it's, it's Friday. I won't be home until Tuesday night. But actually, when I get home from the airport, I usually just sit down and start writing checks, put them right next to the door, and I live next to a post office across the street. And I, you know, it's better to put it in the slot than put it on the mailbox on the street because the mailman said some mailmen don't pick it up always on, you know, they all wait until the end of the day or something. So, I really care about the people that work for me. I really want them to have a good experience. Yeah. Actually, like to it. give you an idea, I'm going to refresh the whole app. And I've been interviewing this week eight app companies. 
and it's exhausting. Did you know the world is desi- uh, divided between lovers and beloveds? And you're okay. one or the other. And you probably know which one you are. If you're a lover, you like to present. Yeah. I'm definitely a lover. If you're a beloved, you like to be presented to and then choose. Mm-hmm. Well, I am terrible at that because right now my stomach is like, oh, I want everybody to win. You know? No, that's, that's how I you am. <laughs> yeah. I mean, out of the eight, four really, really are fantastic. But I always feel if you can't make up your mind, then ask for more information. Mm-hmm. We're asking for some references. We'd like to see actual apps they've done so I could download them and play with them and see which ones are easy to navigate. Yeah. You know, if you're if you're really on the horns of a dilemma, then ask for more information. Because I really want to be fair. These people have really put in the work and the time. It, they all did a good job. Yeah. I have... Eight engineers working around the clock in Austin um, because, you know, the internet is the waterfall. Yeah. You have to be on all the time. And then I have three people who put my content in. Now, they said, oh, you could do it, Susan. I said, wait a minute, you're t- you want to take away my red telephone with the plexi over it and the key? No, 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 for safety... <laughs> Even to save me from myself. I don't have any disgruntled employees. But what if I say, oh, I spelled that wrong. Or I could make that sentence better. Oh, no. I, I no, no, no. That's a bottomless pit. No, no. Don't teach me. And then I'll do a typo or something. No. And I have uh, Edward Rubenstein is my editor-in-chief. And then he has four editors um, who, who, uh, who report to him. One from CNBC, one from About.com, one from Harper's Bazaar, and one from Meredith. And the other one is from Hamptons Magazine. Yeah, so they're all top-notch. I wrote a style guide. Um, I even give it to the magazines I write for. It's 18 pages. But the style guide, I explain everything, and I give examples. Like I say, I never will use the passive. So instead of saying... Oh, finances are troubling. That's uh-huh. bad. It's better to be more personal. You may come up short with money this week. Yeah. You know, just be much more direct. And be always talking the singular. Uh, don't say you're going to have many dates or many job offers. You're going to have one really interesting job offer. You know, if you try for it, if you aim for it, you've got a good chance of getting that. You know, so... You know, sometimes we get carried away in hyperbole, and I want to keep it real. Yeah, and then it's relatable, and people feel like you're writing directly to them. You know, there's one thing. I have to stop my readers from reading me on uh, cell phones. Mm. Uh, Business Insider wrote a story about this. If you've ever been reading me or 500,000 other sites, that's how many were attacked. (coughs) I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. (laughs) If you ever saw a gift card and it said it's a gift card from Amazon and the colors are all wrong and you know it's not Amazon and you pound the screen to get rid of it, that's some foreign country that has figured out how to get into your phone through the ads that you're looking at. You're looking at a website and websites have ads. Yeah. And they get in there and they... like. Well, I don't know what they're doing. I'm afraid they're looking for your contacts. 
That's why I have a free version of my app. There's no reason to go on the internet. You know what? They don't do it on computers. They can't. They can't figure it out, thank God. And they, can't, they don't go on uh, tablets, but they have figured out how to get in through your cell phone. And it doesn't matter if you're on an iPhone or on a Samsung. It doesn't matter what browser you're on. And my readers, we know that so many of them, that figure I gave you is only on the desktop computer. It does not, well, it does include people who are looking on, say, Safari or Chrome, but it doesn't include the app. And because apps are in their infancy, yeah. I started in 2002. Apple didn't even let you charge for an app. You had to pay all that editorial and... You know, but I felt I was practicing. Mm. And during that period, all of a sudden in 2006, the app map market fell apart. And it was just like falling through the floor. And the company I was with, Hands On Mobile, said, well, just give up and leave. I'm like, what? No, I'm not going to give up and leave. Yeah. No, I mean, I have market share and I've worked hard and I finally figured it all out and it's smooth now. So I uh, had a line of credit from the bank. I borrowed $90,000, not all at once, little by little, because I thought the app market would get well sooner, uh -huh. but it wasn't. It was taking four years, and I was still paying everyone. And, uh, and then I paid it all back. It's beautiful credit. Chase loves me. And, uh, and I, now I have to build an entirely new app wow. and apps are very expensive you know what it is after seven years they, they look a little old-fashioned so i want to have new features and new things i want to listen to what the readers want and uh, it's fun it's creative they show you what they call wireframes yeah and um and i tell them don't go through a lot of work on the computer i'm used to seeing stuff on the back of an envelope don't you know yeah. don't I'm always worried that people are going to work hard, too hard, you know. And and going back to why I want LA for my app developer, I have the time difference. Yeah. I often work until midnight, one in the morning, sometimes longer, and I'm I'm working for those ten days. I'm really tired by the end, but you know, like when I have to write the note from Susan Miller because it's the only way I can get to the reader and they can see it either online or on the app. We have to test all the links that other people give us if we want to show something interesting. We have to test everything. And, and then the, the engineers test it too. We do a double test. And so if I get done, say at one in the morning, it's still only 10 o'clock here and it's a much nicer life for the guys who helped me. Look at you, yeah. always caring and, and look well, at how I much just care. Like better. I hope that like the people that are listening hear like mm. how much you put into <laughs> everything you do. I mean, yeah. you're even picking a new developer based on giving them the quality of life, right? Yeah, You're spending 10 days, you know, locked away until <laughs> one, two in the morning writing <laughs> to make sure that it is the best for the readers, right? You know? Well, sometimes you have difficulties, like, for example, oh, I just had it this week. 
there was a lot of pressure on me to finish um, a lovely piece, fast, for International Delight Coffee. Okay. And this is an, a new business partner. And they're so nice, but my agent's talking to them, not me. And and they have all these different flavors. And I, I said, well, you know, I think I I should taste them, but I don't want to. I don't want to be a diva and ask for 12. She said, I think they'll be happy to send them to you. So I said, okay. So suddenly I go down. I'm in New York, in the and we have a package room. They barcode everything. I live in a big, tall building, <laughs> 44 stories. And the, the girl says, you have an enormous box here. Did you buy a TV or something? I'm like, no. She said, well, here it is. You better get the trolley because this thing is big. Like, what could this be? And it's all the bottles of International Delight. And I'm so glad I asked them to send me the the, co the coffee creamers because I thought maybe it was powder. I didn't know. Yeah. It's lovely liquid that must be refrigerated. And they sent it all packed cold. So now, and so Courtney's looking at me. See, I hire 17 people, but I only have one with me, you know. Yeah. And she's looking at this. She says, Susan, you can't have... 12 or 13 cups of coffee. You're gonna. I said, you're right. How am I going to do this? So I had this little teacup. It was so cute. China cup. And I had all and this coffee. for like four days. Oh, my God. Like, I, I did them all in four days this time because I didn't sleep at all. <laughs> I know. Oh, my God. And I'm not a heavy coffee drinker, but I love coffee in the morning. Just, you know, a medium size. And then I don't drink it the rest of the day. Yeah. You know. So I, I put a little coffee, just like a wine taster would do, and then I poured it in, and I'm like, mmm. And then I write notes. And the ones that I thought I wouldn't like, I loved, like cinnamon. It was fresh cinnamon. It tasted so good. And I thought, oh, I won't like vanilla um, white chocolate. That's what it was, white chocolate raspberry. And I thought, well, I don't like it when they put raspberry on dark chocolate cake so i probably won't like it but i'll try it oh my god it burst with <laughs> freshness it was so good i was like wow this is one of my favorites <laughs> and then and then they had birthday cake and i thought wow what could that be yeah it was good it tasted festive they had hazelnut they had macadamia they had white chocolate you know, all, all very coffee house flavors. Yeah. But they must have tested these, you know, with lots of focus groups because each one just was so flavorful. So, all right, so now I'm coming here and I have to get this out by the 5th. And my agent's like, how are you doing? I'm like, I'm doing, I'm doing, but, I, you know, they asked for two or three sentences. I never do that. I'm queen of long. <laughs> so then I thought about what could be the best. So I wrote the personality of the person. And then I said, this is why I chose this flavor, referring back to parts of their personality that I, for example, Venus rules um, Taurus. Uh -huh. And there is a long uh, association of Taurus and chocolate. And they had a Hershey's chocolate one. 
And I thought, well, I won't like that. It's probably too sweet. Oh, my God. It became one of my favorites. Oh, my God. It was insane. <laughs> I thought, you know what, Courtney? I'm going to have a whole cup of coffee on this one. <laughs> this is so good, you know. And, and so, but, so I, I, I show that, you know, you can make Taurus happy just by giving them a box of chocolate or anything chocolate. Yeah. Whereas Venus rules Libra, too. But they're more like the refined Rococo dining room with the little petit fours. So I thought, you know, the white chocolate raspberry would be perfect for them. And I was just hoping it wasn't too, too sweet. And none of them were. There was no aftertaste. It was always a clean finish. And I thought, I could become a food critic. I'm enjoying this, you know. But so. I, I love this. And, and I love that you're, <laughs> you're, you're bringing astrology to these other aspects, too. Oh, yeah. Like coffee flavors. And you're, you just recently curated a whole line for Bloomingdale's, right? <laughs> for Bloomingdale's. That one was probably the biggest success of my career. You know how one phone call can change your life? This lady calls me up and she says, hi, Susan. Would you like to have breakfast with me at the Mark Hotel? I'm like, oh, I love the Mark. That's where Meghan Markle had her baby shower. Oh, wow. Yeah, and this is in the restaurant downstairs. I said, sure, I would love to come. I'd love to meet you. What are you working on? She said, well, there are going to be some top executives from Bloomingdale's there. I said, oh, what are we going to talk about? <laughs> she said, oh, well, you'll find out. So you and had no idea? No idea. You just said yes, and None. you're going to go to this meeting with these executives. And we were having <laughs> breakfast, you know, and the... The senior vice president said, we, we were thinking of giving you a pop-up. Oh, I got so excited. I said, oh, how does this work? They said, well, we give you a deck of all our most unusual and special clothing. You know, we, and we also want ideas from you if you know jewelry or something. Now, this was not all astrological. There were just beautiful silk blouses and, and uh, jumpsuits even and scarves and... Uh, there were candy and things for children. We had a little tutu <laughs> with little, they were little balls that looked like planets. It was so cute for a little tiny tot. We had all ages, and he, they said, we're going to desi uh, design fire, air, earth, and water. I said, perfect. And they were showing me bits and pieces, so I wasn't understanding how the puzzle was going to look when it was finished. Yeah. But uh, in one case, they said, we can't use your logo for legal reasons, so we have to, we'll, at first they weren't going to use the name Astrology Zone. They were going to use Elements, but I thought, I don't know if people know that the Elements are fire, air, earth, and water. Mm -hmm. So they thought about it, and they said, you're right, we'll call it Astrology Zone. But they had one uh, interpretation, and they were, they were jagged like teeth, and I said, this is scary, like Jaws, bad feng shui. <laughs> And they said, oh, okay, we're going to change it immediately. Oh, my God. It's scary. Like, it could hurt me. And I said, no, no. No, we're, we're going to change it. Don't worry. Don't worry, Susan. But they were so responsive. Usually big companies are like, oh, deal with it. No, but they're not like that at all. And then, see this big wall here? Uh-huh. They had films. They had water falling and bubbling, in, especially in the um, flagship store in New York. And then it would fold into a design, you know, where I had approved, and we went into fire, and the fire had sparkles in it. There was like sparkles. I don't know how they got it. And then Earth was chocolate brown with gold squares falling from the sky, and they were shimmering like metallic, but but warm and sunny-looking, shiny. 
Oh, they were beautiful. Air was the hardest. They went on a mountaintop with snow with wind blowing. And then the whole wall. And then they have the merchandise in front of it. And it's funny. when, When they called me in, they said, we have to teach you know, our salespeople, our merchandise, because I was dealing with the fashion department, the home department, the display department, the sales <laughs> department, the PR department, and the social media department. So I said to them, um, do you have like like clubs, like for retailers, like like the cosmetic people have the CTFA awards? And do you have like... I don't know, for the best award for the store that came up with the most original idea. Said, oh, sure, we have that. I said, okay, before you work on my project, and this was in the very beginning, I said to the men, get a tux, and the women pick out your gown and start working on your acceptance speech. And it should start with, I want to thank the Academy because we're going to win awards. I'm going to blow the windows off this store. I'm, and in case you think that I'm coming in for just two months, no, you're never going to get rid of me because I love this project. And I have so many ideas for you that we could do in other departments. And oh, I'm so excited. Well, look at it. You're thinking <laughs> of marketing strategies and motivation tactics for their staff too. I mean, and they, they were, and I said, you know, I heard a quote once. The outcome of a battle is decided in the eyes of the general before a single shot has ever been fired. It's in the intent. Hmm. And you you have to get the team together. And it's funny, the salesmen, I have guys in my, uh, in my boutique. And I said, don't just ring them up. Pick three things that you love and say, oh, Aren't they, this knife set beautiful? For Libra, she entertains a lot. And isn't this running suit perfect for Sagittarius? They're so athletic. And whatever you like, I will tell you which sign they're matched to, you know. And it was so funny. The fashion director wanted to have dinner with me. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm having dinner with the fashion director. This beautiful um, young woman. I, she's about 39, you know. And it was at Avra up the block from Bloomingdale's at 7 o'clock. So I thought, well, I'll go at 5. Let's see what's going on. So I went down there. I'm meeting some readers. I'm helping them. And a different vice president comes in, and she gives me a big hug. And she said, we love you. I said, I love you, too. What do you do? She said, I'm the president of all the, the New York uh, area, uh, you know, in the tri-state area. She said, why are you here on a Tuesday night? <laughs> I said, well, I thought I'd come and help shoppers and then, and then go see Erica. She said, oh, my God, I love you. You know, but I, I truly, I guess I'm alone a lot when I'm writing. Mm-hmm. So it's really fun to meet people and, yeah. and help them pick out birthday presents or something for themselves. And... Um, but One of my favorite things that I have. Your everything. <laughs> like, I mean, that just like, you know, I, I love doing this interview because I think people get to, like, understand you. And this, 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 I mean, come on. You didn't, you didn't even have to be there and you show up and you're sitting there helping customers. Yeah. yeah. You always should do more than you're required. Of course. And that's why I always write more than the St. Regis is sending me and Courtney to um, Aspen. Okay. And I know this is a test. You know, I always see everything as a test. And uh, and I'm going to give a speech, and I'm also going to do 
um, charts for people who want them, guests, you know, and I'll put it on my site because Aspen is not that far from LA. So then, and you know, LA is my number one city in the world on my website and New York is number two, London's number three. But if you take out Europe, Houston's number three, which just burst on the scene. Wow. It came out of nowhere. Houston has become quite a tech center too. So Houston's number three. So I think some of them may be able to go. And then, oh, one day, you know, we read the reader mail. We read all the mail. Maybe somebody didn't get a book or a calendar. Maybe, maybe someone didn't understand something. Maybe somebody saw a mistake I made. We have, or, and the press writes constantly from every country. So every day at five o'clock, Courtney calls me. She said, we got a letter, Susan. Um, this five-star hotel wants to send you to the Maldives. I said, oh, that's really far. She said, we have to go immediately. It's on my bucket list. It's supposed to be the most beautiful place on earth. I said, you really want to go? Okay, ask them if I can bring you, because I really do need you. Because when we went to Crete last year, the hotel wasn't so, it was another five-star hotel. They weren't sure that they needed her. But I said, I, I need her to keep New York going, you know, and all the letters and everything that comes in. So I said, okay. What I didn't know is how much they loved her behind the scenes. You know how people say, oh, I'll do a 10 o'clock appointment. I'll do an 11. Well, every, all the guests were changing. I want to go to the leper colony. <laughs> There's yes. no lepers there anymore. I want to go snorkeling. I want to take a tour. So she was seamlessly, like a gazelle, changing everything. She had a conference call with the people, the, the PR girls. They got along great. Everybody loved Courtney. And uh, I, I wasn't allowed to leave the hotel. I got like two, two and a half hour you know, chances to see the island, but there were so many guests that were coming in from Serbia, from Turkey, from Ireland, from Spain, all over the place that, and I didn't want to disappoint anyone. There was a man who was coming in from Serbia and they said, we don't have a room. I said, come in anyway. Maybe you can find an Airbnb, but we're going to try to get you a room before you get here. And we did get him a room. We never like to say no. And, um, they want me to come back, so we asked, could I see a little bit more of the island and maybe even go across the bay to Santorini? They said, absolutely. And <laughs> You're like, the last time I was uh, just in the hotel, and it was a nice hotel. But. One thing I learned that they have the best tomatoes on the planet in Greece. I couldn't believe how flavorful they were. So, um, so I'm going to the Maldives in the beginning of May. And uh, they said, what kind of view do you want? I'm like, a view that the other guests don't want. I mean, you have to save it for them. She said, no, no, we're going to take care of you, and Courtney's coming. And, um, and I love her. She works so hard, and she, she's so imaginative about what I need. Before I go on a trip, like here, I have a whole folder. I have all the flights on this side because I have to go up to San Francisco on Saturday night and do a talk in Bloomingdale's there. Yeah. And and uh, and I'm I'm doing charity work with Amphar. Do okay. you know that charity? No. You know what? I had asked the Red Cross. They're like, no, we don't need you. <laughs> I'm like, oh god. You know, I've had 40 <laughs> blood transfusions in my life. Did you know that if you don't give blood, someday, you know, the older people are dying and you know, natural, but they're not, the older people used to give blood and younger people aren't. 
And if we don't have enough blood, we have to use pig's blood because it's the closest to human blood. But that bothers me, you know? Wow. And, and with all the different blood types, they need, oh, they need the variety, right? They you totally know? do. And when you're giving blood in the Red Cross, you see Time Warner Cable come in or Verizon. The guys come in, i got an hour here. And they say, okay, oh, you're here again. You know, they know them. And they say, okay, we're going to take you first. We know you have appointments. And so Amphar called me and said, would you like to help AIDS? I said, yes, I've had all these blood transfusions. And, you know, Elizabeth Glazer was the most famous person who died from a blood transfusion. She was part of the DNC. She was in her ninth month of pregnancy. She had seven blood transfusions. One was contaminated. She died, and I think her daughter in utero, wow. she, she died too later, 10 years later. So um, I'm lucky. And I think when you're lucky, you have to do something. You know, when I was little, I told my teacher, I found $10 on the street. She said, put some of it in the poor box in the church on the way home. And I never forgot that. And I thought that was so nice. It made such an impression on me. And uh, so... Uh, they, uh, they're so nice, and it makes you feel so good. They had, a, they said, okay, the first one's in San Francisco. We want you to come. Okay, no problem. It's, the theme is Casino Royale. So, oh, I better brush up. I saw that movie, James Bond, but I better watch it again. So I did. I got a red satin dress off the shoulder, you know, black tie, you know. And so now they said, you have to sit near the fireplace. The fireplace was over there. There was a couch here and a couch here. So I'm sitting here and I came early and there's a man in a tux on his phone and nobody's talking to me yet. So I say, um, are you James Bond? And he looks a little confused because it's a common name. He said, no, I'm Jonathan. I said, oh, have you seen James? He said, do you think he's coming tonight? I'm like, well, he better, because I flew in from New York, and it would be really bad if I didn't get my assignment. He said, oh, I see what you mean. I said, are you in the Foreign Service, too? He said, no. He, again, he's looking confused. And he said, I'm in fashion. And I go, a great cover, great cover. <laughs> And he said, I'm going to come sit next to you. You're fun. And he said, you know what? After talking to me, I'm getting all my friends to come in to bid on you. you know. And we, we did have the bidding high for $1,000. You know, I said, I really want to help the charity. You know. Yeah. And they said, oh, don't worry. We're hard on our donors. And they laughed. You know. And Gwyneth Paltrow was there, John Hamm. Alan Cummings was supposed to come, but he couldn't make it that night. But I can see why people do philanthropic work. And I always used to think you had to be rich and, and you know, to do it. But you can do things. You can yeah. help people. And, um, and this is a charity close to my heart. There are 38 million people that are still suffering in other countries. And uh, they have so many cures now. They're really on top of it. And they still have to do some more research. Yeah. And... Um, so this is a new thing for me, but I'm enjoying it. <laughs> I love it. And we'll put a link down below so that if people want to learn more about that particular charity or donate. Yeah, it's spelled A-M and then F and then a big A-R um, because it's American Federation of AIDS Research. That's what it stands for. Yeah. And they're in New York and they're on the West Coast, too. They give parties all over the world. And... Um, 
It's really fun watching the bidding on a Thai weekend by the water, $40,000, or go see a Versace runway fashion show. I mean, I was... Keeping my arms down. Please don't bid me because I don't want to actually win it. I know. <laughs> I've done one of those things where, like, I've been in things where I've been like so excited that I've, I've like really bid high, and then I'm like, please somebody outbid me. <laughs> yes, yes. And uh, you know, um, this was given by Mrs. Getty at her mansion, and all her family was there: her daughters, her granddaughters, her. What a lovely family and very unpretentious. And I was like, wow, this was really fun. And it was like a painting. It was an old building, and I love old landmark buildings, yeah. you know, right in San Francisco. So um, that's beautiful. And I love what you said about, you know, you don't have to be rich to to mm -hmm. be and give in charity. And even going to that example that you gave when you when you found the ten dollars, like, okay, <laughs> so put a couple dollars, you know, yeah, like even, put something even, in the poor box. Yeah. Yes, and and that's like, you know, we don't have to have a lot to offer and give to another. And that is it, it's that joy of giving, you know. And I see that yeah. even like in the conversation that we're having, like how much you love making sure that people are taken mm. care of, supported, that, like, I mean, going out of your way to make sure that somebody that's flying in for, to come see you is making sure that they have a have a hotel room. I mean, that's oh, yeah. like, you know. Yeah. No, we, we work on that. Yep. Well, I once, you know, I had a husband who was depressed. I didn't know it. I got married at 24. Okay. And he just, he was working when I married him and had a big job in publishing and then tried to start his own business. And the laws changed while we were raising money and you could no longer give money for a publishing venture and the whole thing collapsed and our, all our savings. And he never really worked again because people told him he was overqualified mm. and, and he was sad and we didn't have in our family, nobody went to a psychiatrist. You went to your priest, you know, I'm Catholic, or you talked to your mother. But I, looking back, he needed help. Mm -hmm. So I had to be the breadwinner. And because I never attended high school, I had to do homeschool because I was born with a birth defect and I was in the hospital 11 months and then in physical therapy, grueling physical therapy for two and a half years. That's all my high school years. I was obsessed with education, so yeah. I put the children in um, the private school system in New York and then college and then paid all their student loans. So I was married 17 and a half years. We did get divorced finally, mm -hmm. but we're still friends and neither one of us got married again because the nuns told me, you can get divorced. I said, I don't want to do an annulment. They said, no, you just can't marry again. You can get divorced. I okay. said, oh, well, that's okay. I have my children. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I said, it's better for the kids. It gets too confusing, in my opinion. And I know people wouldn't agree with me, but I just think it's simpler if you don't marry again. And I had two birds in the nest that I had to take care of. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, 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 I have always had to... Be the breadwinner. But when you look at your children's little faces, you can't say, I don't have any money. You have to figure it out, you yeah. know, and they inspire you. My parents always told me that, but I didn't know. I didn't know it like I know now. I yeah. totally understand it now. 
And people say, oh, I'm afraid to have children. I don't have enough money. Well, I didn't have any. I had, I just wanted to put them in a basket <laughs> with a little pillow or something. You know, I, I called it getting it, getting the children through the Berlin Wall. Yeah. It was also extremely dangerous for me to have children. Extremely dangerous. I had to write my will. After Chrissy, my first, Christiane, I uh, bled and I had to have two blood transfusions. And they said, you're not having any more. And I said, three years from now, I'll be back. Two or none, but never one. They said, oh, my God, you're impossible. <laughs> <laughs> and I, but, you know, my mother, who knew astrology, yeah. I remember her coming over. And she's, she had her raincoat on. She had a little shopping bag. I don't know. She was buying apples or something. And her little purse. And she sat at the dining room table. She didn't even take her coat off. She just kind of opened it. And she said, how's it going? I said, they're being really negative. And she, she nodded and she said, what are they saying? Well, they're saying that you may have to bring up the children. Would you do that if something goes wrong? And she said, of course. I'm like, oh, good. <laughs> um, uh, I just, they told me to make out my will, so I did it yesterday. And she said, how's your um, eighth, oh, how is your chart? And I said, well, that's a sore spot. I have a packed eighth house. Now, the eighth house is the house of surgery. Mm. It's also the house of death. And I never talk about that because you can't tell. if It's also the house of taxes and inheritances. and it, It's got a lot in there. So I don't want to scare the readers, you know. The chances of them dying by next month are very rare. So, but for me, it was very real. And she nodded, and she said, shows the condition. And I said, wait a minute, wait a minute. You said, shows the condition, not the outcome? She said, no, listen. They wouldn't have asked you to make out the will if you didn't have a packed eighth house. It shows the condition. Susan, do you think you can have this baby? I said, yes. I remember what I said to her. I don't buy tickets on airlines I think are going to crash. Yeah. And she said, and so you will have this baby. And I had Diana, my little Diana, who lives here. She works for James Corden. She's music producer and has won four Emmys. Beautiful. She wants to donate her, just kind of devote her life, I should say, to music. She just loves music and loves listening to all kinds of music. And she's the one that um, suggests which one? But she said, I, I make little tapes for James, and I have to be sure he loves the artist I'm suggesting because my job is to make him shine like a diamond. I said, oh, wow. Well, in a way, Courtney does that for me. You know, that's so nice that he has you and you're thinking that way, you yeah. know. And she makes little little things for him to listen to. But they do have headliners, which he knows them. But in the beginning, she had to go to clubs because the the, uh, the agents would call and they said, what is the show? Um, well, it's people singing in cars. And they said, that sounds absolutely terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but they they changed the car for each artist. Oh, it's so great. And, 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 you know, just to <coughs> drill it home about how you're saying... Do you need some more water? Maybe. I would love some. Okay. Um, it, the, the way that you s said that it's the condition. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, not predestined. You know, and that... You will make the... 
you will make the outcome. And a lot of people don't know that. You know, um, I'll give you an example. I had Diana in a, a charming little preschool, but she was just little. And oddly enough, the director of the school was my favorite teacher in seventh grade in a different school. And she did a lot of poetry and it was seventh grade. And I loved Gretchen. I mean, she, she was so pretty and she wore cashmere sweaters and pleated skirts in pastel colors. I mean, it was just lovely and we loved her. She was warm and we read poetry all the time. And now she had this little school in my neighborhood and uh, I remember going to her, things were really tight with us. And I said, Gretchen, I don't know how I'm gonna pay the last 3,500, I just don't have it. And it's, it's already April and I'm so stressed out. And she said, then forget about it. I said, no, no, <laughs> I'm not gonna forget about it. Uh, I have to figure out something. Let me ask you something, I had an idea. You have this little baby auction for the school to raise a little money and you do it at breakfast time and you have about 10 people coming, you know. Can I take that over and can I move it to the evening? And can we have it like in May, you know, when the flowers are coming out? In New York, it's always cold. You're lucky out here. But, you know, and, yeah. and the school was in a church that they rented from a church. They had a whole courtyard with grass and beautiful trees in New York on 88th Street uh, on the east side. So I, I said, I, I need a little crew. So I got the mothers. I said, look, we're going to wear evening dress. We're all going to be Vanna White in a, a cocktail dress, long gloves. You're going to show the product. You know, you're going to, you know. Yeah. And we're going to have balloons. And some of the balloons will have like a $5 gift. Some balloons will have a gift card for $200 for dinner out, but you won't know. It's like a surprise, you yeah. know? And we're gonna have an auctioneer. And, and I gritted up the holy side and I had the women going into each store asking for just one gift that we could auction. And every retailer said yes. And, um, and we had all different things. We even had experiences, you know, like dinner out or, you know, um, uh, rent a car, <laughs> like we'll give you a day for free. You know, there was all kinds of things. And I raised $56,000. And it more than made up for my inability to pay that, <laughs> that year. And I wrote a Bible of how other people could carry it on. And they went higher. Oh, amazing. So, you know, if you're stuck, you can think of a way to make sure the person you owe still is okay, you know? Yeah. And more than okay. <laughs> from from yeah. 3500 to 56000 I yeah. can't take the 56000 and, and the then rest she of could people. buy books. And you know how you always hear on, on TV that teachers just don't have enough money, you yeah. know? Now, this was a private school, but Gretchen never overcharged, you know? She, yeah. it, it was affordable, but yet my, it was just so hard for me. I mean, uh, it was just... I had to make a hundred dollars stretch every week, you know, um, but, oh, there's my water. <laughs> Thank you. You can, 
You know what I like about astrology is you can find answers to questions or challenges that are unique and more creative than the knee-jerk decision you would have made, the obvious decision. You know, let's say you're out of work. Well, maybe I'm going to recommend to you that you buy some new clothes to make you feel good when you go in there, you know. Sometimes I go against the grain, especially if I see it's coming really soon. Yeah. You know, um, I think the the most dramatic situation I've ever had, (laughs) you know, I work in magazines and I... I work for so many fashion magazines, and I was working for Self Magazine, and Cindy Levy was still the editor-in-chief. She said, I don't think we're, we're using you well enough. And you go out to L.A. all the time. I said, yeah, like, keep pulling me back, you know. <laughs> so she said, next time you go, I want you to meet the, the, you know, the promotion girls. So we meet in a, a Japanese restaurant, there's this four girls, and they're telling me their name. And the second girl said, she's Clemmy. And the other girl says, oh, Clemmy just got married. And I said, oh, that's so nice. They're all in their late 20s. And I, I said, oh, that's so nice. And then the other girl says, but Clemmy lost her ring. Oh. And I said, you lost your engagement ring? She went like this. I said, what time is it, Clemmy? She said, one o'clock. I said, no, no, exactly. I haven't computed. Do you want to know where the ring is? <laughs> she said, it's 104. Okay. Good. Oh, this is not what I expected. There's so much water near this ring, I can't even fathom it. There's just so much water. And I'm thinking, I hope it didn't go down the drain or something. You know, I'm, I don't. And so she opens her mouth to speak, and I said, Wait, there's a lot of earth signs here. There is a significant amount of wood near the ring, very significant. I mean, you really see it, and it's big, but nothing compared to the water. But the water's clean. I don't know. She said, well, I kind of know where I lost it. I said, where? She said, Santa Monica. I was in the surf, and my finger shrunk, and the ring came off. (laughs) So the other girl said, it's under the pier. That's made out of wood. You should hire divers. Susan sees it under the pier. Well, I run into one of the girls on the street in New York (laughs) six months later. And she says, you know, Clemmy found the ring. I'm like, what? Are you kidding? She said, well, you told her to get divers, sort of. We all thought she should do it. And she found the ring. I'm like, that's insane. I found a ring in the Pacific Ocean. And she doesn't call. I said, I called Clemmy. Why didn't you call me? Is it true? She's like, yeah, but you knew. I'm like, oh, no, you have to tell me. You have to tell me. I'm taking a leap. Now, I had another friend. I was an agent for commercial photographers for a very long time. And I was always on the, on the phone with uh, this young woman. And I knew she, had, she told me she had a lot of miscarriages. And I felt so sorry for her. She wanted a baby so badly. And I said, well... Would you like me to take a look? She says, yeah. So now I see a baby in a year and a half. <laughs> but my head is saying, don't raise her, her expectations. My heart is saying, why not? I see it. <laughs> so my head is pinging back and forth. Should I tell her? Should I not tell her? 
well, you know, I tell her, you know, <laughs> how can I hold that in? I said, it'll be a boy. It's December of 18 months from now. So don't give up hope. I never talk about it again because it's just too serious. Yeah. And I'm on the phone with her a lot because she was the art buyer for Young Rubicon. And I'm negotiating with her for the photographers because we did commercial photography. This is before um, I started my website. I started my website in 95, but I did the website at night and I kept the agent work going until 2002. And then both got too big and I couldn't do them yeah. both. <laughs> but when you start a business, you have to keep money coming in so you can't just quit your job. Yeah. So anyway, I said to Barrett, um, it would be so nice to have, um, I know you're Jewish, but it's so nice to have a festive lunch. I feel like I've made you up in my head. Let's go to a restaurant with lots of lights, like Christmassy, you know, and let's really enjoy it, you know. And she said, uh, I can't. I'll be on maternity leave. I'm like, what? She said, you were right. It's December, and I am having a boy. <laughs> oh, look at that. <laughs> but I said, why didn't you call me up right away? Why don't these people tell you? <laughs> because you knew. I'm like, no, I didn't. I'm taking such a leap. And, and, and I'm walking down Lexington, you know, Madison Park, and I'm worried about you. Yeah. And I'm afraid to bring up the topic. Because I figure you would have called, and I was wrong, and I've raised your expectations. But those are pretty dramatic, you know. But those are, like, amazing, like, <laughs> you know, s stories of, like, how much can be in the conditions. You, the you know when you have your right entry point. You know, the TV producers say, who's going to win the election, like when we had in 2016? And I said, look. I make believe that I've gone to Chappaqua to see Mrs. Clinton and the Trump Tower to see Mr. Trump, and I give my whole heart to each one, and I do their chart, and then I can tell your viewers their talents, because I've studied the chart. But all of you are going to hire the president, and it depends on what traits and talents are important to you for the job. Yeah. And there is no predestination. We absolutely have to vote. Now, it is true that right now, Virgos have it just spectacularly well. And Bernie is a Virgo. <laughs> um, let's see. Amy Kobuchar, I don't know. Um, um, Biden is a Scorpio. Um, Bloomberg is born on Valentine's Day. Wow. Uh, yeah, he's Aquarius. Uh, let's see, who else is there? What's some of the others? Um, um, he did, um, let's see. Oh, Budacha. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's great. I love to hear him speak. I love people who orate, you know, and he does. He's Capricorn. Now, people who have Saturn on their sun, and he also has Jupiter, are going to do well mm -hmm. because they're willing to take on responsibility. Bloomberg has a spectacular chart. Yeah. It, but it's coming at the end, you know, later in the year. So, you know, it keeps changing. Oh, Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. She's born right on the cusp of Gemini and um, Cancer. That's why she's a good speaker. And she's also a professor. Yeah. So she's organized and 
presents really well and in an energetic style. You know, I think they're all good. I mean, when you listen to the debates, yeah, I, I mean, they all are very prepared this year. Very, it's very, prepared. very impressive. Um, it would, well, we'll see how this all goes, but, um, you know, it'll be exciting, <laughs> and everybody has to vote. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, if I'm traveling, I get an absentee ballot, and they send it to you, you know, if yeah, you know you're going to have simple. to go somewhere. Yeah, they make it so simple. You can just mail it in the mail, you know? Yeah. There's no excuse not to, because our forefathers died for this, you know. Yeah. So we want to do it. But I, I really want people to know. People ask me, is it anti-religion? Because I mentioned I'm a, a devout Catholic. People don't understand that I feel... God created the planets. We are the first generation to see them because we have Hubble space craft taking pictures of them. But until now, they were just twinkling little stars at the planetarium. Yeah. And um, when you're sick, <laughs> and I grew up in hospitals, I was always in the hospital, and, and I need another operation this summer on my eyes, so... You know, things keep happening, but I, I call it going to the doll hospital. You know, go to the doll hospital, get fixed up. Because <laughs> my mother actually used to bring my dolls to the doll hospital. <laughs> she said, they're going to be good as new, don't worry. <laughs> and I will be too. But uh, you, um, let's see, where was I going on this? Oh, oh, oh when, being, yeah, when you're sick, for example, when you bleed internally, that was my big problem. My veins would vanish and it become a river of blood inside. But wow. it was always the leg. There's only 47 cases in history. People have it in the head or the, up here. They can't survive an attack. They said, you're so lucky, we can tourniquet you. But they didn't even know what was wrong with me, but the leg was containing it. Wow. But I would have attacks where I would be in agony and I'd be in bed for eight weeks. And doctors were saying, you just don't wanna to go to school. You're just, you need a psychiatrist. In those days, they didn't have the equipment they have yeah, now. They didn't have the ability to scan and know what was going mm -hmm. on inside. So when they went in, it was a big surprise. So that's why I was in the hospital almost a year, 11 months. But, you, for example, when you bleed internally, Mother Nature goes, okay, she's, she's really in a bad way. I'm going to collect all the red blood cells and keep them. And usually it takes eight weeks to make new blood, but when nature has collected the blood cells, it only takes three weeks. Oh, wow. And nature is really conservative. She doesn't like to do one thing she doesn't have to do. She's very efficient. Once I fell, right here in LA, I broke my wrist. It was a very clean break. So they sent me over to Cedar, Cedar Sinai. So, oh, you have a little thorn. It looked just like a thorn on a rose. He said, that might give you trouble. I said, I'm doing nothing between one and four. Do you want to go into surgery? It's like, no, are you crazy? No, you're going to go home. No, 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 I'm no. doing nothing between one and four. Let's do surgery. It's like, I'll pick you up for coffee. Like, Let's just go in and fix it. But he said, no, no, you did a clean break. It's Nature's going to do it. But I'm wondering about this little thorn. But I think by the time you get back to New York, you're going to know a couple of days. Sure enough, nature made paste out of that little thorn and used it as glue. So, similarly, I don't think nature would make those beautiful planets for no reason. Yeah. And they're stunning when you look at them and how they move through deep space. And 
and the, the colors and everything. Now, they're there for a reason. We don't know why astrology works, but it is not anti-religion because every religion, the cornerstone of it is to live up to your responsibilities, be accountable. Mm -hmm. Don't You can't blame anything on a planet. Yeah. You know, why did you steal your neighbor's pig? <laughs> because Mercury was retrograde. No, because you're a bad person. Why did you go out with your neighbor's wife? Well, she was pretty and Venus was on my son. No, you're a bad person. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can't blame anything on a planet. You, you have free will. <laughs> and also the chart, which looks like a pizza pie, mm -hmm. the ninth house, which is between the one and the 12, uh -huh. that is the house of intellect and it covers philosophy but also religion but the dogma of religion Interesting. the 12th house which is between the nine and the ten on the the clock is faith whether you believe or not it's not something you can decide it either happens or it doesn't and uh and the ninth house the other house is where you might investigate other religions you might mm -hmm. be interested because it's an intellectual house but the the um, the 12th house is also the subconscious, and it also echoes the placenta before you were born. Wow. Because the first house is when you're out in the world. So, um, no, it, the, the chart reflects you. And the part I like the best is that there'll never be another you. Even twins are yeah. not going to have the exact same chart because astrology is so excruciatingly detailed. Every little degree and minute of that planet matters. Yeah, because I mean, you they're know? they're born minutes apart. They're not born at the same exact time. Yeah, you know? and that can even, if they're cuspy, can change a rising sign or even a sun sign. And in astrology, we always look, what is the sun sign and what is the rising sign? The rising sign was on the eastern horizon as you were being born. Mm -hmm. And that is just as important as your birthday sign. And you have to look for the ruling planet. And let's say, um, let's say you have Scorpio rising, then Pluto is your ruler. Where is he in the chart? Because he's helping to run that chart. And what sign are you? Oh, I'm Virgo. Then, then Mercury is going to play a prominent role. And I have to see what Mercury is doing in that chart. Yeah. You know, and the, the rising sign sets the profession. Wow. It really shows the talent for the work you'll do in life. That's so I definitely think everyone should have their chart done. Not, not by me, but by anybody, you know, yeah, who, but you who do is charts confident. for people and yeah. it's, it's only $55. It's so reasonable for your chart. Oh, no, no, I'm not chart. doing that for 55 No, 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 no the, the natal chart with on the website. Oh, oh, it, oh. Yeah, the, the well, console. I was doing my personal horoscope, but. We had to dismantle that. For, oh, okay, okay. I yeah. remember that from the last but, one. But they can uh, go to any good astrologer. Now, here's the problem. Yeah, I was maybe. on a TV show this morning. And she said, I went to the Oscar parties, and there was an astrologer, and he told me I'll be poverty-stricken in my life, and I, I'm going to have to have food stamps. I'm like, what? And she was... Um, she was like the studio manager of the TV show. I said, I know Uber's downstairs waiting for me, but this is important. Let, do you know your time of birth? Yeah. I said, you have Saturn in the second house. That means you save and that you're 
thrifty and smart with money. You're not going to pay the full price if you can get it wholesale somewhere else. You're going to make your money multiply. You're not going to be poor. You know, there are too many astrologers who are not accredited. Yeah. My mother made me study 12 years. Yeah. And I couldn't tell a soul. She said, it's not accepted. You better not tell people. You know, let's just keep it our secret. Of course, I'm on the internet now. But, <laughs> but, but, but also, like, look at how many different aspects of just, like, if, if people are listening and, and the elements when you're describing all of the different houses and the different things that are at play at these different moments. And you're, you, you, I can I really have, see it that it's like, it's time. like, it's like a story starts playing out, but you're, you're not in the story just so looking blinded. You're taking yourself out and looking at the bird's eye view to see all the pieces that are playing together. But then I try, when I'm writing each sign, I feel I am that sign. Yeah. I block out everything and I make believe I'm that sign. That's and what does the world look like? I'm one of the few astrologers, I don't think anyone does this, I tell you where you've been last month, how you've been feeling, what you've been coping with or trying for, what your life's been like. And then I say where you are here, and then I give a little glimpse of what's coming. I say, for example, if you didn't get the job, they may have done you a favor, I see something better coming you know, on that new moon, May 10th or whatever, yeah. you know, I try, I go backwards and forwards in time. See, it takes a long time for your brain to build a synapse. At some point you feel like giving up. You're like, oh boy, there's so much because each planet has to get along with each other, but also in your chart, you yeah. know, well, so, there's so much at play that, that, you know, it's, it takes time and you can't, I say you can't eat the whole Boston cream pie all at once. You have to go slowly. And some people are saying, oh, I'm going to study Western and Vedic, which is the Indian. I took one thing from the Indian, though. They put a lot of emphasis on the moon. And I was trying to figure out, my daughter is a Pisces, and she married a Leo, and his name is Leo. How funny is that? And he really is Leo. And I thought, wow, we'll... Well, she put his fire out because she's water. But they are made in heaven. They lived together first for many years. Then they got married. And I thought, wait a minute. The Vedic people feel that if you're born after the sun goes down, the moon takes on huge prominence. And Chrissy's moon is in Aquarius, which is perfect with Leo. So now I say... If you're born at night, we have to read your chart a little bit differently. Huh. We have to put a lot of emphasis on that moon. And she's born at like 539, in, but in February, the moon, the yeah. sun had just gone down. Yeah, it's at yeah. dark then. Yeah, at different times of the year, it goes down at different times. So, wow. Yeah, so it's, it's interesting. Um, I try to, I, I am a classic astrologer. I, see, there are two branches, predictive and personality uh, description. Some people go back in time, how did you get along with your father? I, I do a touch, maybe a little bit, but I like prediction, mm -hmm. so that's me. But even among your friends, you're gonna find just normal people. Just think of the people in your life. Some people are very past-oriented. They talk a lot about their childhood. Yeah. They, you know, 
lot of people are in the present and a lot of people in, in your circle are in the future. And we all have a different view. Yeah, we do. And where the mismatch happens is when a futurist is with a past person. Oh. Like, Why are you constantly <laughs> looking back? <laughs> Why are you constantly looking forward, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why do you care what's coming, you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> I know. And they, it's like they, they don't understand each other. <laughs> and so speaking of future, to kind of close off for, for today, I want to hear about, like, I mean, you, you're now, you shared about two new projects that mm -hmm. you're at the helm of and in and how how much you were excited to take on that Bloomingdale's and and how much passion there was within the coffee syrups and the different things oh yeah <laughs> but I mean is there something that you've always dreamed about doing that you haven't gotten the opportunity to do yet oh of course I want my own tv show and Broadway video who does Saturday Night Live mm -hmm. came to me about seven years ago and they said, uh, we'd like to do an astrology show with an audience. And they said, but we'll have to train you maybe. So I'm in a, I'm in a conference room and they're dragging people like secretaries, anybody around, here, talk to Susan. And, and they said, interview this person. And now they're passing notes to each other. <laughs> oh my God, it's so scary. And at one point, the executive producer goes, click. I said, what was that? She said, you just asked a boring question. You just lost your audience and possibly for your network for the rest of the night. And that didn't scare me. I said, okay, let's, let's start go, from let's the go, top. Let's go again. <laughs> let's start again. Teach me. They taught me for 18 months and we even did a pilot. Discovery Network paid for it, but they were afraid of astrology because there's never been an astrology program on television. And I wanted prime time, you know, yeah. like where people could see it. But things have changed. Yeah. And also there's internet television too that and, you know, and all the OTT platforms and things yeah. like that. So I'm just waiting for the right production company and but I want beautiful lighting and I want good production values. Because I come out of photography. You know, I want it the right show, but I'd love an audience because then you get interesting questions. And I can because I write so much and I have a photographic memory, I can answer questions quickly on the fly. They'll see it here at Liberate Hollywood on March 14th yeah. because I want to have tons of questions. Because yeah. I feel people fought traffic, hired a babysitter, didn't go to the movie that they were hoping to see. They came to see me, so I want them to go home with dinner, so to speak, yeah. that they got a good experience, you know? Yeah. So... Um, I can I do it, it on the on the I, fly. I love it. Yeah, I, everything's in the preparation, right? Your mother told you that when you were little, and it, it's so true. You have to prepare. You know, my mom lived in my neighborhood when she was alive, and I never called ahead of time. She was always happy to see me when I would run in and I'd sit on the couch and type. And she was reading something, so I went behind her chair to give her a kiss and hug her. I said, "What are you reading, little mom?" She said. I'm reading Gemini. I'm like, you're reading Astrology Zone. Oh, but you don't even have a computer or a printer. How did you get that? She said, I get it every month from your sister. Oh. How long has this been going on? Years. I said, why? You taught me. She said, with a twinkle in her eye, I want to see what you're saying and how you're saying it. I said, oh, how am I doing, little mom? She said, that twinkle 
you could continue. <laughs> Aww, I love that. And uh, loved her so much and missed her so much. And everyone knows they're going to lose their parents, but when it happens, the house falls on your head. You know, I yeah. really miss her because I hear her voice in my head. She was brilliant. Mm -hmm. And she was such a big influence, you know. Big, big. But she taught me how to walk again. You know, when you go see someone in the hospital, don't wear black. <laughs> wear a pretty color. And don't ask, how's the pain? She would say, Susie, when we break you out of jail, the hospital, you're going to have, a, you're going to be able to travel. And you're going to have so many pretty shoes. Remember, I was 14. You yeah. tell a 14 year old, they're going to have a lot of shoes. They're happy. And you're going to have party dresses. You're going to go to the prom. You're going to travel. We're going to have such a good life that's coming. And painting that picture. Because when you're trying to go through a rehabilitation and just walking on the... First, they put you on a tilt table to get used to being upright because I had a circulatory problem. Yeah. Then they put you on parallel bars. Then you're back in surgery. You're back up. <laughs> it's like Groundhog Day. But she's like, come to me. Come on. And the therapist is there. And it it all... She was there to, to give me that that assuredness that I would definitely recover. And, and, and those images that she helped instill in your mind, all mm -hmm. of those things happen. Yes. You travel the world. You get yes. to nice parties. You're just explaining and, and sharing about Very fun, lucky. fundraisers and the beautiful things. And now you're even curating, you know. For Blue, yeah, it's just yeah. insane. Like, I mean, like, and Macy's got wind of what was going on. So Bloomingdale's is sending me to L.A. and San Francisco, but now Macy's is sending me to Chicago, D.C., and Herald Square. And I love Macy's. They give us the Macy's Day Parade, you know, yeah. and they give us the fireworks. So I want to give my all, you know, to them. They, they have a thing called story, and they just, what it is is a concept. They build a boutique around a concept like outdoors or color or different, different themes, and they try to find unusual items that you can't find anywhere else that you might find in a little shop in Soho or something. Okay. And, and the shop stays up for two months, and um, I'm brought in to give a talk. Okay. And the only problem is these stores try to give a good consumer experience, and there's only room for 50 people. And I say, why don't you capture the emails of the people we have to turn away? I'll come in and just do it for them, yeah. you know. But we're still, you know, we're still working it out. You know, you're learning to dance with your partner, you know. And, I, you know, I'm grateful. They could go to anybody. Yeah. They, you know, it's a big no, world. No, it's not, you know? not, not anybody's <laughs> you. And I hope that the people that are watching are getting to see that that heart and that soul of you today yeah. and that was thank you that's what i wanted to pull out and i'm really happy to get well to know i'll you always better. remember you i was never sure about reiki so like, how does this work and here i am at your shop giving a speech and i had just gotten over a cold but i went into a coughing spell and it would not stop and you rushed over and you did your reiki for about 15 20 minutes but I could see how much you cared about me and all of a sudden it stopped and it never came back and that made me a believer oh my goodness 
wow, you really know what you're doing. So anyone who's listening to this, if you haven't been at Liberate Hollywood, you should come. It's such an amazing place. It's like no other store in the world. I've never been in a shop like yours, never. It's more than a shop. It's a community, and they have a beautiful website. Thank you, and we're so honored that you're part of our community. Thank you Thank so you. much, Susan. And I hope everybody is inspired, if you're not already an active subscriber, that you're downloading Susan's app, and you know, you're know you reading every month and on Astrology Zone, and you know, you can tell it's the real deal. And she puts her heart and soul into it. So thank you. <laughs> if you enjoyed this conversation, like it, subscribe, and share it with your friends. If you want some more amazing resources on your path of liberation, head over to liberateyourself.com and sign up for our mailing list. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, at Liberate Hollywood. All one word or Liberate Emporium. All one word. Until next time, liberate yourself. that you want to take that action step, why wait? Book your session right now. Go to liberateyourself.com. Click on either Liberate Hollywood or Liberate Emporium. See our amazing practitioners and who resonates most with you. And then book a session via Skype, phone, or in person. We're here for you, and it's your time to start creating your life.